Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sportingly Average Hello. Podcast. I'm actually going to keep that I'm as the intro. <laughs> it's better than the usual ones, to be honest. Jup. Right. Hello, Jup. Hello, and welcome to the Sportingly Average Podcast. I'm your host, Phil, and typing away like a maniac in the background is uh, one of my reliable co-hosts, Alex Jupp. Uh, Alex, how are you doing? What's so important that you're uh, typing away in the uh, key intro of episode 11, Superb Owls, of the uh, Sportingly Average podcast? Uh, I was going to make the Superb Owls joke later on. You've ruined it for me. You can do it again later um, on. Se- I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually taking hilarious screenshots of your hairline from what we can see in the, the video feed of this podcast recording. Thank God, though, that we'll never do a video podcast. That's just into my, into my private album and sent private to Reese as well. But uh, other than that, you doing good? Did you enjoy the, yeah, the Super Bowl? I did. I did, did you watch it live? I did not stay up until 4am or whatever. Yeah. Um, I watched the 45 minutes highlights on YouTube. Nice. And uh, now on to the man who's been waiting for this episode since we started this podcast, Mr. Reese Cabman, NFL Neek himself. The absolute long con. I'm actually retiring immediately <laughs> after this episode. Just hang on for this. Just every, honestly, every week before episodes one to 11, just going, come on, it's going to be worth it for episode 11. It's going to be <laughs> worth it. You can do this. I know you think they're both cretins. Survive to the, all the time. second Sunday in February and you'll be good. Heck yes, this is cometh the hour. <laughs> right, so as, uh, as I'm sure people have guessed listening, we're going to be talking about the, uh, the Super Bowl uh, predominantly this week. Um, did you, I'm guessing you watched it live, Reese. Correct. Did you watch it like insist? Did you just watch it on your own with the volume turned up so you could hear the commentary and the play-by-play analysis? Or yeah, that would that would that would be the dream actually. Um, just sort of me by myself with a you know stretched beforehand, a variety of energy drinks uh, to keep me going. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, no no beers whatsoever. No socialising, just you and the analysis. Just me and the. Analysis. I want to hear what the commentators are saying. That's me at the pub <laughs> saying. Can you turn the volume up, please, and ask everyone to be quiet? Yeah, sounds about right. But um, no, it was, I mean, it was a cracking game, but we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. First, we're going to do our usual uh, stats of the week. Um, and this week, I'm, uh, I've got a very, very brief one, but first, I'm going to do the uh, return of the quiz. Uh, so a quick-fire quiz oh, yeah. for my co-hosts, Jupp and Reese. Um, so yeah, I'll get straight into it. Question one, uh, Scotland beat England at Twickenham in their opening match of the six nations. When did Scotland? Hang on. You mean the South Africans? Well, yeah, exactly. Fun fact, fun fact, Scotland have more players that are eligible to play for a country other than Scotland than players that are only eligible for Scotland in their, uh, in their squad. Look, man, when... When Duhan van der Merwe was a, was a young lad growing up in, the other wingers, in, like, in Fife. The other wing is something Stain. So it's like the, just the most South African names you can come up with. Oh, no, man. I was actually uh, growing up in... Uh... <laughs> Please say Aberdeen in that accent. <laughs> oh, can I even do it? Oh, yes, man. Oh, I used to grow up in Aberdeen, yo. Uh, <laughs> running around, uh, herding the wildebeest. I, I mean, uh, the the rattlesnakes. No. Uh, <laughs> shocks, man. Awful. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, they beat uh, England at Twickenham. Cracker of a game. Uh, but when did Scotland last win the Six Nations? What year? What year did Scotland last win the Six Nations? I'm not giving you choices for that one. It's going to be a freak year or like 2013. Uh, question two. Which international football team has appointed an Italian manager whose previous job was in Germany to replace a Spanish manager whose previous job was in England? What? Which football? T- which? Which international football team 
has uh, appointed. Okay, hang on, sorry. Clearly, Reese, you're clearly not paying attention there. What were we taking a picture? I wasn't. Of? I was <laughs> writing down the. I was writing flares. down my. Uh, I'm writing down my answers to the that's first. That's rubbish. You mean, I'm writing down my answers to the first question. You can see it. It's on the note screen. It's on the note screen. Which which international football team appointed an Italian manager whose previous job was in Germany to replace a Spanish manager whose previous job had been in England? Ooh. Mm, no. An Italian manager replacing a Spanish manager, but for which country? And you will have definitely heard of one of these managers, probably not both. Uh, question three. Harry Kane scored his 267th goal for Tottenham on Sunday to become their all-time top scorer. Which top flight club boasts the most prolific top scorer with 383 goals? So which club's top scorer has the most goals with 383? Liverpool, Everton, Wolves or Leicester City? I was going to say City, but it doesn't Liverpool, Everton, Wolves or Leicester City? Which club has the highest scoring top scorer? That was none of those four options were none of my yeah. actual guess. So it could be it's gonna be completely. I was really yeah. confident in my answer to this one when I did it earlier and I was wrong. Um interesting. Question four. Bayern Munich defender Diet Upamecano. Butcher that a bit. Upa Meccano says he spotted a weakness in his game and recruited someone to help him fix it. But what did he do? Uh, he now uses a barber to cut his hair in a way that makes him more aerodynamic. He worked with a fisherman to improve his knot tying abilities so his laces would not come undone. He asked his gardener to build a full size pitch behind his house so he could become more spatially aware. Or has he worked with an opera singer to improve his voice so he could communicate better with teammates on the pitch? Tell you what, some of those are actually feasible and I would argue a very good idea. Hmm. Got your answer? Yep. Uh, And then number five, cricketer Oscar Stubbs set a new record this week when he hits 158 not out off just 69 deliveries in a national tournament. But what made his knock especially impressive? Was he playing in an under-21s game at the age of 13? Was he batting at number 11? Was he playing visually impaired cricket? Or he's a former professional baseball player who was making his cricket debut. What made his 158 not out so impressive? I was actually going to guess he was doing it without a bat. <laughs> <laughs> right, stage five. So, question one. What year, when did Scotland last win the Six Nations, having just beaten England at Twickenham? It's a trick question. They've never won the Six Nations. They won the Five Nations. Correct, Reese. Nice. Shout out to Rob who uh, told me that. Cheers, Rob. Magici, which Magici. I'm almost 99% sure is now he pronounces Scottish surname, but I can't remember how to pronounce it. So. Rob, um, if you're listening, write in and tell us. <laughs> if you're not listening, irrelevant. Uh, question two the international football team? Italian uh, replacing a Spaniard? Yeah. I. I've just written Italian to replace Spaniard, so I've not actually guessed. Um, is it whoever? Uh, the to give Leicester you a manager? clue, the manager being replaced has managed in the Premier League. Yeah, I'd guess that. It's not Ranieri, is it? Has he gone? To and has moment? gone on to manage Portugal. He is the current Portugal manager. Yeah. Nuno Espirito. Ah, uh, I've read about this today. It was Domenico Tedesco, the Italian, oh. replacing Roberto Martinez at Belgium. 
Fuck. I wrote that down. <laughs> I genuinely wrote that no, down. No, you didn't. You no, you said didn't. you wrote down. No, no, no. I d- I, so I didn't. I, that's exactly what I was thinking. But I actually ended up, when I went to write him down, I wrote down Roberto Di Matteo. And then was like, he's Italian, you idiot. What are you thinking? Ricky. Because, yeah. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Uh, Juppie, did you get that? No. no. <laughs> oh, that's so annoying. Uh, question three, Harry Kane. Which club's tops? Which club has the highest scoring top scorer? What do we go with? It, absolutely not Liverpool. I uh, put Liverpool really confidently not, and got it wrong. <laughs> Why would it be Liverpool? It, yeah, I put Liverpool. The in answer there. is never the one you think it is. I'm yeah. going to say. Uh, I, actually, I thought Preston because like your Pete, your Tom Finney, or whatever it is, something like that. Uh, no, I'm going to go with Everton. It. Is Everton with Dixie Dean scored 386 goals in 433 games for Everton? Decent. decent also, he, for England, he scored 18 goals in 16 games. Pretty impressive. Quite good, the old football. Yeah. Uh, when was this? Was this? I have no idea. It doesn't doesn't provide that level of uh, that level of detail. No. Well, he was born he, in 1907, so. He played for England in the late twenties and early thirties. So he scored sixty yeah. league goals in twenty seven, twenty eight. Damn. Uh, right, the Munich defender. Who is he employed to help him? Is it the barber to make him aerodynamic? No. Fisherman for knots. Obviously the gardener not. to make him spatially aware, or the opera singer so he can communicate better. I want the opera singer one to be true, so I've gone for it. I think it's four as well. You're both correct. Nice. He is working with a uh, opera singer. Apparently, he vo- his voice would be so sore towards the end of a game that he wouldn't. He'd feel he couldn't call to his teammates. So he's like recruited an opera singer to basically help train his vocal cords to not get sore during a game. Smart. Uh, and then final question: Oscar Stubbs, the cricketer. Why is his 158 not out for 69 deliveries so impressive? Uh, Under 13. I reckon he was playing visually impaired cricket. He was playing visually impaired Get cricket. Get in. Uh, Get in. So apparently, uh, what um, if there is something that you can make out at 60 metres, um, like a billboard with text or something, that same billboard would need to be six metres away for him to be able to see it. Make out that text. That's it, that level of visual impaired he is. Um yeah, so he's also represented Australia at the Commonwealth Games, as well as playing blind nice. Aussie rules football. So well done, Oscar Stubbs. 158 of 69 blind is Aussie mad. Rules. Yeah, blind Aussie rules. I kind of want to watch that because yeah. it's already carnage. Yeah, but it's, you have to be silent, right? Because they have to listen. They have to the, the ball. ball so... Presume it's like blind football. It has like bells in it, right? Yeah. So the crowd would be absolutely silent, otherwise they can't play. Yeah. But like, how it'd big, be, it'd how be mental. How big do the crowds are, How big do you think the crowds are? Yeah, I can't imagine blind Aussie rules draws I mean, in thousands, but... The three of us would go. If you're sure. relying on a, a, jingly, a jingly ball to be able to see, you probably need it to be pretty quiet. But they like absolutely hoof it in Aussie rules. Yeah. Um, how many do we get there then? There's not... Recent jump. Hang on, there's not a single YouTube video about blind Aussie rules. There's a niche there. Um, I think I got four. Didn't I? I got the trick. You got Everton. You got the cricket. You got the opera. And trick question: Five Nations. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well done. You did get four. I was a big fat one. Did you get the rugby one wrong? I uh, did get it wrong. Yeah. Rookie. Did get it wrong. Well, well done. Um, but yeah, on to stats of the week. As I said, mine is very brief. Um, it's my... Just because it was uh, Valentine's Day yesterday, in fact. Uh, did, did, did we do anything, by the way? Anyone? Uh, we spent the evening together, as you well know. Yeah, I know. We were playing hockey together. Playing Alas. hockey. Yep. Well, that was rubbish. But, uh, As usual, or just typically rubbish, or just uh, particularly uh, even more rubbish because it was Valentine's Day rubbish? 
I'm not his sure mind was, was his mind was elsewhere, Jappy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Always. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ice. Brilliant. I'm yeah, not going to do it. Uh, anyway, as it was Valentine's Day yesterday, I just picked out a few um, couples that were uh, trying to link some romance and sport to particularly prolific uh, couples in sport. Uh, both happen to play on the same international teams. Both happen to be same-sex female couples, just because, I don't know why, just one was in the news recently and one was because uh, it's hockey, so I knew about it that way. Um, the first one, Helen and Kate Richardson-Walsh, um, the couple that played for Team GB many, many years um, and won Olympic gold together. So I didn't actually check if they're the only... I think they were the first same-sex couple to win Olympic gold. I'd need to double-check that, though. I know they, they I know were, couples yeah. have, but I think they were the first same-sex couple. Um which was very impressive. And then the other couple um, that I came across um, who are currently, who are current competitors in their sport is Nat or Natalie. Um, as she, well, she prefers to be called Nat. Uh, you know, I'm a, she, uh, she hates it when I call her Natalie. And uh, Catherine Skiver Brunt, Skiver Brunt, who are English cricketers. Um, one is a very, very good batswoman that's person um and one a very good bowler um one actually sold for a huge amount in the uh, women's ipl uh, quite recently actually um nice. for, for a fair few rupees want to say leaving some boasting over the old dinner table yeah <laughs> um but uh what, what i quite liked about them the fact these these two so yeah they play uh, in the english cricket team uh, one predominantly a bowler, one predominantly a bats, batter. Um, and they're playing for England recently. They had a wicket where it was bowled by one of them and caught by the other one. Um, so on the on the wicket sheet, it was like bowled. I can't remember who which one was which, sorry. Um, it was like bowled um, Catherine Skyverbrunt or like bowled K Skyverbrunt caught um, N Skyverbrunt, which was very, very cool. Um, very impressive. Love that. Love that. Um, yeah. So there were the Do you two. They've got like a net in their back garden. <laughs> yeah, and just that's why they're so good. All they yeah, do just is li- just play cricket. Yeah, exactly. Don't say a word to each other all evening. That'd be the dream. I'm going to implement that with my AstroTurf back garden as opposed to a lawn. And what? So you and Katie can have some. Matt's fiance, everyone. Can have some. Uh... Just sort of good-natured competition, and not two of the most competitive people. <laughs> Drag click contest. That would lead to, to immediate divorce. Yeah, something would go wrong. Divorce in three weeks. <laughs> but yeah, that was my very brief start of the weeks with the quiz as well. But um, Jup, I think you were uh, you went for a similar angle, right, with yours? Um, yeah, just on Natalie Sky. I don't know how to say her second name. Isn't she? She's prolific, right? She's one of the best bats, women bats, batters in the world. I think. I think we need to decide how <laughs> we're going to say a batswoman. Let's just say batters. Female batter, batter just batter. batter. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. she's ridiculously good. Yeah. 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 She yeah she went she went really she's really the high in the um, IPL. And so, oh, she's the one that's okay. Yeah. Um, super. Uh, yeah, I've taken a, a similar. Um, sort of perspective, but I've gone for looking at the Olympic um, sort of successes. And actually, by the way, I didn't realize how many sort of sporting couples are out there. Loads. Did you know um, uh, Federer and his wife met at the Summer 2000 yeah. Olympics? And, just, and then oh, um, Summer Olympics. Tiger Woods dated Lindsay Vaughn, and then obviously Roy McElroy dated. Um, the Aki? It's amazing how many dated and then split ups like Adam Scott yeah, and Anna Ivanovich as well. So many oh, yeah, ending that, tears. That, um, what was the um, one I saw? Kornikova and Sergei Fedorov. Yeah, apparently Chris, married for a bit. Chris Avert and who I think has the most slams. Is that is it her? And um, is, yeah. Greg Norman. Greg Norman. Who's got like? Did we all read the same thing? Did we read the same? There were well, there's quite a few articles in it, right? And it's just insane yeah. how many were together. And then the like breakup rate is obviously like ninety nine percent. But like, yeah. I suppose it takes it, it, being. A professional sportsman requires such like a 
ridiculous amount of sort of commitment and such a, a particular lifestyle yeah. and mental focus that surely no one else can understand it apart from another professional sports person. So yeah, that's one of the interesting things that um, I watched like a trailer for this new Netflix golf documentary, Full Swing, and episode one is on Tony Finau. Um, and they were saying basically how it's quite impressive that he's gotten to where he is in golf because to be a professional athlete in anything, you need to be inherently quite selfish because, you know, your time is all spent on the sport. You don't really have time for anyone else, blah, blah, blah. And he has five kids and a wife. And everyone's like, just have that many distractions and still be a top 20 golfer in the world is, is kind of phenomenal. Does he spend any time with them? Yeah, they, they're always yeah, on the course it? with him. And they like wear like, you know, in the Masters, the caddies wear the white overalls. Yeah. They're always in like mini white overalls with female on the back and stuff. It's quite cute. That's but, child labor. Yeah. <laughs> I also, but, I'd say, yeah, he's very much a family man. He's not spending time with them. They're spending time with him. <laughs> Get off the golf course, Cone Tony. Go and just do the weeding or something. Yeah. I don't know. They probably Tip have a weeder, them. I'd have thought. Take him to nursery. Yeah. So, what couple did you uh, look into, Juffy? Um, I ended up going with um, the the Kennys, the um, prolific track cyclists. They're both so um, good. I know it's crazy. Um, so yeah, between them, they've got twelve gold medals and three <laughs> silvers. So many. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but individually, they're both both class so, so jason uh, is sprinting and laura's endurance um and the difference is like 300 meters versus three kilometers so the sprint takes 43 seconds versus like three minutes for the endurance um yeah so jason kenny is britain's most successful all round and then all round the 15th most successful olympian of all, of all time for some olympics mad and then laura kennedy kenny is uh the most successful female female cyclist and the most successful British female athlete ever. So, um, yeah, class. But she, did she win a gold a after a, having their first kid? Because uh, I know she I came back and was really she, successful, but I don't know if she won a gold. I didn't want to bring this up, but she's had a couple of issues and um, around the children thing, so I don't know exactly, but I think she may have done Fair enough. Because didn't it come out like she was competing whilst she like won a gold whilst pregnant or something crazy like that? There was something around that. May have been, yeah. Was she Laura Trot? Um, Trot back then, yeah. Well, yeah. she she they they won golds before no, getting married, definitely. Person. Oh yeah, no. yeah. Um, but bit of a sort of down point, I guess. Um, her sort of choice of premier league football team that she supports is a little bit budget and doesn't sort of back up what she's done in, in, in oh, the Tottenham, isn't it? she supports Tottenham. oh yeah. what a terrible football team God, i was always tempted not, not to talk about she's that. got more uh silverware than the football team she supports Obviously, yeah. <laughs> she needs a trophy cabinet yeah. <laughs> well if she ever wants to expand her trophy cabinet she could probably get one second hand from North East London? Yeah, but the amount of time you'd spend clearing the dust out of that thing. Fair enough. Do you reckon they've got one? Uh, yeah, but there, there is going to... They won that, like, Asian shelf, Cup thing it? pre-season tournament, didn't they? And there was a trophy, and I think they have legitimately put it in... Uh, What's it, the London Stadium, they call it now, whatever they call it? Definitely not the London Stadium. It's... Um... That's the Olympic yeah, exactly. Is it just the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? Stadium yeah. yeah, still working on the old, uh, the old sponsorship for that. Yeah, nice. yeah some uh, speedy yeah, that cyclists. Was, uh, that was mine. Nice. Yeah, unbelievable. Reese, are you continuing the uh, Valentine's theme? Well, given that we discussed beforehand that the stats of the week would be themed around Valentine's Day, surprisingly, yes. I don't know why you're <laughs> pretending like this wasn't a thing that was previously arranged. And we, we've, we haven't just all turned up and gone, oh, what a coincidence. Uh, I do have a slight regret, actually. I wish that I'd done this on sort of, it's not really a stat, but more just the, the Joel Embiid and, and Rihanna, this sort of NBA oh, Twitter, Twitter yeah. chirps thing. If anyone wants to go and sort of look it up, please do. Come back when you're an all-star. Come back, yeah. He he basically uh, uh, sort of tweets Rihanna early days after the draft because he was I think he he uh, broken his foot or something, had surgery on his foot, 
and was just doing just absolutely prolific on Twitter. So started after uh, I think Kim Kardashian moves on to Rihanna and just uh, sort of a semi-aggressively tries to sort of chirps her before being back told to come back when you're an all-star. And look at him now, MVP candidate. Uh, but I went for I went for another yeah famous couple, sporting couple, Zach and Julie Ertz. So Zach Ertz, a tight end who plays the Arizona Cardinals at the moment, drafted by Philadelphia. Uh, he has won a Super Bowl with them, so he's at the very much at the peak of his sport. Uh, Julie, arguably better at her sport, so uh, she's a football player, I don't know if she's, or a soccer player, I <laughs> might say, um, who has won two World Cups with Damn. the US national women's team in 2015 and 2019. Not bad. Uh, yeah, unreal. So they met at a, a baseball game, I think at Stanford in 2012. Uh, Zach was playing college football there, Julie pl- playing soccer at Santa Clara University just down the road. Um, a lot of time spent long distance. So Zach goes to Philly in uh, in 2013. And I think Julie signs for Chicago in December 2013. Uh, so I was going to actually look and see how many miles apart they were, but I haven't. So Many. Just many. A flight. Many miles. A flight. Um, and yeah, uh, so Julie's Super Bowl, sorry, World Cup 2015-2019, Zach Super Bowl 2018. Um and yeah, uh, Zach was traded to Arizona Cardinals in 2021, and Julie was traded to the LA Angel City FC later. So they I need think to sort their naming out over there. Some of the team names are so bad. Give me two that you. Just the one like. that annoys me even more is that they have like New York City FC, and they have FC in the name, and they still call it soccer. That's what I think annoys me the most. What? <laughs> like, it's fair enough. You're conceding that, like, it's football club. <laughs> uh, unrelated, but fun football qu- fact. Do you know what the RB stands for in RB Leipzig? Uh, Red Bull, no. No, Red Bull are nothing to do. Red Bull are nothing to do with it. They're just a majority shareholder. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it just doesn't stand for that at all. No, it stands for Rassen Ball Sports, and it just so happens that it's the same as as the Red Bull. Uh, ah, Bull nice. Thing. No, so yeah, there we are. Zach, Zach, and and Juliet who welcomed their firstborn baby in in August 22. So, Julie, Zach, let me be the first to congratulate you on your child. <laughs> I was quite going through 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 of the MLS teams have FC in their name. 16. Joke. I mean, who cares? It is. Have you, have you guys watched the MLS game? It's terrible. I've watched some highlights when, like, when Ibra got his hat trick and things like that. I've watched one game live. I think it was actually. Um, when Rooney, Rooney got that like halfway assist. That was ridiculous. Uh, it's quite. I think it's it's quite physical. I think it's quite um, energetic. No, it's tragic. It is absolutely <laughs> tragic. It's like what the C listers from the Premier League that move over yeah. there and, and have one up in the Premier League. So they go, oh yeah, you're now worth I don't know sixty million. So we're gonna we're gonna pay for you. And then plus you had Perlo in fifteen years after he should have retired. Yeah, it was shocking. Perlo, I, I think I watched Perlo play. He could barely move. <laughs> Better off. I mean, he was never famous for his mobility. But even even that was it was even worse. Than yeah, me. Juppie absolutely slating all time great the entire yeah. Andrea Pirlo. <laughs> yeah, nice. don't don't think it's slipped by me, Reese, that you managed to double NFL stat this week. Oh, I know. Well. I feel Jupp, Should we talk about the, all the? Yeah. Should we talk about all the F one yeah. livery releases? Oh yeah. Quick, tight 45 minutes today. Sorry, tight 45 minutes. <laughs> what what car are you most excited about, Reese? that has been out this week? I would say the Ford car. <laughs> it's a great little motor, um, you know, a couple, but probably a one and a half litre They've announced, engine. Ford have actually announced they're entering F1 in 2026, making engines for Red Bull, I believe. What? Yeah. Why did no one tell me this sooner? <laughs> this is a quick... Get the president on the phone. Hold the front page. Stat. Do you know what the best part about that is, though, Phil? Is that they sold their original F1 team to Red Bull in the first place, and now they've brought back into the same Classic. team. Classic. 
embarrassingly, 20 years later. Right, on to the Super Bowl, where, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs victorious against Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I haven't actually gone for it. It's 38-35, right? Yeah. Good. I, I, I genuinely am quite... I'm just shocked by the fact that you actually got the names right. I assumed you'd be I was, the I Kansas was toying, City yeah. champs yeah, I was, against I was the Philadelphia Earlobes. <laughs> Can you tell us trying to think up some crappy name to try and annoy you with? <laughs> I, do, um, I could actually could, yeah, surprisingly. I could, yeah. But yeah, my, Pat Mahomes, my homeboy, uh, winning his second Super Bowl, second Super Bowl MVP in his fifth season in the league. And that is what I'm sticking with, with my Super Bowl stats. So I didn't watch it live, I'll concede. Um, I didn't fancy staying up here till When did it actually finish, Reese? Uh, about half three. Oh, that is painful. No. So I watched it on the walk into work without having, and I managed to dodge the scoreline. So yeah, twenty minute highlight video on YouTube, all the big stuff. Is it Tertuni Tony? Who's the guy who got the insane punt return? Oh, Kadarius Tony. Tony, that was it. Uh, he was the first round pick by the New York Giants. Basically, barely played for them. They yeah, binned him off, didn't Com- they? Combination of I think being permanently injured because the man's made out of chalk and. I was going to say cheese, but chalk and, and spittle. Uh, and also a bad attitude, so they sort of sold, uh, traded them off to the Chiefs. Even and he had, did he have like talented. two punt returns for like 90 yards total? Yeah, he said, I think it's the longest punt return in Super Bowl history with like 60 yards or something. Yeah, not bad. I must concede though, when I was watching it, um, as probably with everyone, I got to half time and I was like, Eagles have got this in the bag. They were just scoring off everything. All those, they were converting all the third downs. They were going for it on fourth down and getting it. It was a bit two of a Two for joke. two on fourth down. Yeah. QB sneak. But lots um, of third downs though. That, sh- that should have been a sign. They don't normally have that many third downs. Yeah. Uh, that and they can right. normally sack the opposition quarterback. Yeah. You know. But on to uh, my Super Bowl stat. I'm going to focus purely on Pat Mahomes because we all know it's not about the team. It's about the quarterback. Um uh, NFL famously not really a team sport, despite the fifty-three players on a roster. Fifty-three players on an active roster. Um, it's all about the one man up top dictating it, pulling the strings, the quarterback, uh, and Mahomes is rapidly filling up his resume uh, and has kind of confirmed his place as the new boss of the league now that Brady has retired. Um, so. Pretty fit to fill his shoes, as it were. Um, but a few stats. I've got um, six sort of stats from Mahomes that just show how unbelievably good he is already. Um, bearing in mind, he's only played five seasons in the league. Uh, so his playoff career ranks all time. Uh, and again, he's only been in the season, five seasons in the league. His playoff career all time ranks. He is first in passer rating. Passer rating is you just get various statistics from the quarterback game is put into some algorithm and you get some number spat out. Higher the better. There is some maximum, isn't it? One forty or something. One hundred fifty-six point three. Yeah, there's, there's some. Oh, sorry, one hundred fifty-eight point three. Yeah, there's some max, but he is first in average passer rating. He is first in completion percentage, which is how many of your throws you complete. Uh, he is first in total yards per game he is first in passing touchdowns per game and he is first in touchdown to interception ratio basically all the things you need to be good at as a quarterback he's brilliant and the best of them um I'm not sure where his where his like yards per throw would be, but it's worth noting that he's not just like chucking it two yards to the yeah. receivers like pretty he's, near he's to He's throwing bombs. He's dropping bombs. Um, then points per game in all games. Uh, obviously, there's a minimum like number of starts to avoid like the one start where you get some stupid game. But in points per game by starting quarterbacks for all games. He is first with 30.5, Brady's on 27.6, 
Aaron Rodgers 26.8, just to give some examples, so he's well clear of them. Playoff points per game. So this is obviously when you get into the postseason where things get a little bit more important. He is first with 31.7. Brady's down on 27. Rodgers 27. Troy Aikman 29. Kurt Warner 30. But he is clear on 31.7. Career, this is where it starts getting interesting. So his career win percentage when at any point in the game you were trailing by 10 or more points. So this is games where at one point the opposition is more than nine points ahead of you. So double-digit lead the opposition has on you. What is your win percentage? Obviously, you would expect it to be pretty low, right? We're losing by 10 points. The scoring similar to rugby in that seven point loosely seven points for a touchdown you get three points for kicking a field goal um so 10 points is pretty sizable not like insurmountable but a 10 point lead is a healthy lead it's not nothing um brady's so joe montana arguably one of the arguably the best quarterback ever his um win percentage is 37 percent brady's is 38 percent we're in a double-digit deficit. Patrick Mahomes is 58%. That's ridiculous. You're, so you're he's still, still more likely yeah, to win. He has won more games than he's lost when losing by over 10 points at some point in the game, which is that, staggering. There's that famous what Chiefs-Texans playoff game uh, a few years back uh, when they came down, down from like 24-0 down yeah. to win uh, oh yeah, 51-31 in 2020 like genuinely ridiculous ridiculous. unbelievable um so yeah so he's more likely to win than lose when a double digit deficit um and then so last two so the most 10 point comebacks in postseason history so similar sort of thing how many times you come back from a double digit deficit in the postseason brady has six so he's got the most but that's from 48 starts Mahomes has four from only 14 starts. So in basically a third of his games, he's been down by 10 points or more and still won. So it just proves that he's still... His his ability to win when his defence... He hasn't had to rely on a phenomenal defence. Again, like through other stats where like his um, defence has never ranked higher than 12th. Uh, points allowed per game. Yeah, they they've a lot of the Chiefs' resources were focused on the offense yeah. side of the ball. Legion of Zoom. Whereas Brady, early days, well, he won his first win in 2003-2004. Patriots had an incredible defense. They were very very low scoring Super yeah. Bowl games when he didn't really have to do that much. And then, so the last one, which again, um, I quite I think is very impressive. So. Uh, record when trailing by 10 or more in the second half in the Super Bowl. So in the Super Bowl, you're in the second half of the game, you're trailing by over 10 points, by 10 points or more. What is your record? Brady is 2-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is 2-1. and one. And he's only been in three Super Bowls. So in all three Super Bowls, he's trailed by 10 plus points in the second half and he's won two of them. Ridiculous. Mad. So he's two and one. Brady is two and one. The rest of quarterbacks of all time are zero and forty-five. <laughs> no other quarterback has come back from a double-digit deficit in the second half of a Super Bowl, and there have been forty-five occasions where they've had the opportunity. He's two and one. Brady's two and one. Rest of all quarterbacks ever zero and forty-five. I mean, it's mad, isn't it? I guess it makes sense, right? It's the it's. You're playing against the other best yeah, team. Yeah, you in should the lose theory. at that point. Yeah. That's the whole point. You should be losing at that point, but it's just freaks. So yeah, there are just a few examples of why Mahomes is utterly amazing. But he is ridiculous. It's also worth noting that at this age, when Brady won, I think three Super Bowls, possibly two, he wasn't really doing that much just yet. He was sort of managing it. Whereas Mahomes is like doing every, he's doing everything. Yeah. So like, at this age, um, Brady did have three. Yeah, three. Yeah. But Mahomes has also got two regular season MVPs. Brady wasn't even close. 
Yeah, and he he is but he like became the callback he is today. Afterwards, you know, you still uh, sort of physically develop. You have more experience. You see more like coverages. You just there's you know by the by the end with Brady and like Manning, there's no defense they hadn't seen before, and so you can handle it mentally. Yeah. Yeah, right, Jup, what's your uh, Super Bowl statistic for us? Right, so I figured you two were going to some into depth on this, and so I thought I'd lighten it up <laughs> and bring the entertainment back into the podcast. <laughs> Is someone's fire alarm going off, by the way, or a smoke detector? What? It might Phil. be my washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it gets more and more professional, isn't it, this podcast? Um, right, actually, Reese, I'm kind of tempted how many of these you know. Um, but do you know where the, the name of the Super Bowl came from? Um, n- no. It was probably played at a. But no, I do. Do you not. You, you must know what it's called. The name for the. Oh, you mean the name for the, the Vince Lombardi Trophy? No, no, no. Where the name oh, right. for the Super Bowl was an event. Oh, right. I thought you meant Vince Lombardi. Yeah. No, was it a venue called the Super Bowl or something? No, so it was um, one of the team owners from the, what, the 1960s when this all started. Um, so his daughter playing with a big bouncy rubber ball and was like, what are you playing with? And she said, oh, well, this is a, a Super Bowl. And he thought, oh, that sounds good. So called the entire event the Super Bowl. And that's that's amazing. Um, yeah. And do, do you guys know what the tradition is of the MVP after the Super Bowl? After they've been... You know, announces the MVP. Um, no, because the coach always gets the like Gatorade thrown on them, and you can bet on the color of the Gatorade. Yeah, <laughs> can you one actually? Of best, one of the best Super Bowl props. You can bet on things like how long the national anthem will be. Uh, yeah, the color of the Gatorade that will be poured <laughs> over the person. God That's bless nonsense. America. Well, you can bet on the, like the formation that the Jets fly over in. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, did you know uh, on the Jets it was the first time it was an all women lineup in the the Jets going over? Oh, nice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, um, it anyway, was. Yeah, so I well, Is it they get like a Cadillac or something? No. Oh, well, it might do. But today. Go on then. I don't know about that one. Um, the one I know about is that the tradition Disney? is they go to Disneyland yeah, Disney. and have a parade through. What? Disneyland. Oh, I yeah, saw Mahomes tweet something about Disney. Yeah. I actually muttered Disney quietly just before Jup said that. So you did. I did. Yeah. Did you tell how long it took you? Yeah. No. Just that's remembered. that must be really weird having a parade all for yourself through Disneyland as like a fully grown man. Yeah. Uh, I do, I do it every year. Well, no, there's still there's still visitors there. There's, they don't just close the place and then you walk. You yeah, I got that. Yeah. yeah, but all the visitors are there yeah. to see like the, the you know, Mickey Princess Mouse, Peach, and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> As opposed to just some some man in the bus. Yeah. Everyone in the I magic. I think it came kingdom. from. Um, there was a marketing thing from Disney years ago, and they got a whole bunch of athletes to say it after they won something. So Fair I think enough. after someone won their gold medal at the Olympics, like, oh, I'm going to Disneyland, and now it's stuck for MVP. Did uh, did Mahomes' brother um, get any airtime? Because isn't he an absolute dong? <laughs> Jackson. What? His brother's Jackson Mahomes, and he. Um, Did he try and like become like a social media influencer on the back of his brother's success, and everyone hates him? Yeah, I've just looked at his Instagram, and I'll tell you what: the profile picture is something else. Yeah, apparently he's an absolute schnozzle. <laughs> nah, that's not really a surprise, though, is it? He's only got two hundred fifty-six thousand um, followers. Sort it out. Yeah, yeah. Is that good or bad? If you're for an influencer, I feel that's bad. Who pick a pick a different influencer? Right? Well, how many yeah, does yeah. Mahomes have? Real Mahomes. Real Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes the second. Yep. Has five and a half million. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but NFL superstar versus the versus brother, really. absolute ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> Harsh. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so still on the the MVP sort of um, train. Um, do you know how many? MVPs have, have come from losing teams. Oh, I know the answer in the NBA. Um, in the finals? Yeah. So this is still a Super Bowl, yeah? 
because the team Super Bowl. I'm yeah. gonna guess it's the same as NBA, and it's one. Yeah, I was definitely gonna say zero, but I'm suddenly rethinking it and going, it's, it can't be zero, otherwise Juppie wouldn't mention it. But I've already said zero, so two. It's one. Gosh, darn that's it. weird. It's the same as NBA. The very first one was, um... oh god, what's his name? This is great radio. No, who's the uh, NBA? Bill uh, no. oh, Jerry West. That's the, the one. Thank you, Jerry West. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. There were only only one NBA Finals has ever been won the MVP by a losing player. There was a big campaign that LeBron should have won it in um, in the first Golden State loss because he averaged a triple double or something ridiculous. <laughs> it anyway, back to Joppy stat. Um, the last one. Who, Do you know who, who was the one? Who, yeah, what year was it? 1971. Oof, long time ago. Chuck Howley, Dallas Cowboys. Chuck Howley. He must have had a streamer of a game. Yeah, that's mad. Probably did. It was it like a three 0 victory? <laughs> <laughs> this is Near this is the third highest um, Super Bowl score, 13. right? Yeah, so uh, I think, well, possibly. I don't know. It sounds about right. A lot of points. Great game. Great game to stay up and watch until 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Juppie, what's your last stat? Right, last one. Um, the 1985 Chicago Bears Ooh. won the Super Bowl. Monsters, the midway. But do you know what else happened that, that year for them? Chicago. It's either, you either, I half expected Reese to know this one. That's pre Jordan Bowles, isn't it? Okay, you're reading too much into this. All right. right. So basically <laughs> in the yeah <laughs> in the, the build up to the Super Bowl Super Bowl Shuffle song. Yes. You just have you just Google no. it. No. My hands are here. Sake, <laughs> I'm not I genuinely didn't. I can believe Reese just knowing that because he is a little neek. Um yeah, Super Bowl Shuffle. Um that went on to the Super Bowl uh won the Super Bowl. And they were nominated for a Grammy. Oh my <laughs> god! Top, 40, top forty-one on the charts, and they lost out the Grammy to some some absolute nobody called Prince. <laughs> so that's yeah, amazing. That's what the team released bad, the song. Right? It's on YouTube. That's yeah, incredible. The, uh, it's kind of like you know all the FA Cup sort of songs that, that teams used to do. Like, that's did a so and bad. On the ball, yeah, yeah. That is amazing. They've got a history of that because the the Chargers, I think, released one called Electric Slide. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. There was uh, there was some kind of advert a couple of years ago with one of the blokes who was in the 85 Bears um, doing like a dance thing. Anyway. Awful. I enjoyed it. They were interesting, enjoyable, lighter Super Bowl facts, Chap. You fulfilled your brief yeah, perfectly. Yeah, no place for that. Now, Reese, right, you on, have three and a half and, uh, minutes. I'm going to just that. cut you off. <laughs> Fair well, enough. I'm going to keep it relatively. I feel. Uh, I feel we should mention as well. This was the uh, the first Super Bowl between uh, two black quarterbacks ever. Uh, traditionally, a position that overlooked black athletes because it was thought of as a mm-hmm. thinking person's position, and they were just non-thinking physical specimens that would play running back and uh, wide receiver. So congrats to Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes making history. Yeah, and they're absolutely unbelievable. And they were both incredible. Hurts was so well. good in that so game. So smart. Some of, the, some of the touch throws he had, there's one yeah. to um, Dallas Goddard on the right sideline, which has just sort of brushed the, sort of the fingertips of a Chiefs defender. Honestly, unreal. They, they were both unbelievably good. Um. So it was also the talk. It was also the first time that two brothers have faced each other on yes. the field of play in the Super Bowl. Jason Kelsey, centre for the Eagles. That surprised me somewhat because there's been loads of brothers in the NFL. There have, but, but you know, it's it's so so difficult to get to the Super Bowl. Even yeah. from the better teams, right? It's not like the NBA Finals where it's a best of seven. Isn't this the first Super Bowl in over a decade where both teams with the best records actually have played each other? Like yeah, it's super, exactly. it's super rare that that actually happens. Yeah, oh, just because you get you get freak I mean, games, so many in, yeah, freak games, so many injuries throughout the season. Actually, the Philadelphia Eagles were one of the 
they, I can't remember the last time it happened. They were what? They all twenty-two of their starters played in the Super Bowl, which never happens. You have like a freak injury somewhere, yeah. and someone doesn't go in. Uh, so it's not the first time that two brothers have faced each other in the Super Bowl. Anyone want to has the guess? But you just said it was first time two brothers have faced each other on the field. Oh, coaches, of course. Bowl. Yeah, the Harbors. John and Jim Harbour, Ravens 49ers in 2013. John taking home the win and the title of favourite brother from the <laughs> parents. Uh, and it wasn't the first time that two brothers have played in the Super Bowl. Um, I'd be amazed if you knew this Yeah, one. nothing's come to mind. It's uh, Devin and Jason McCourty who were defensive backs, played for the Patriots against the Rams in 2019. That disgusting 13-3, most boring game on the planet. Uh, And a Juppie-style lighter fun fact, the McCourty twins share a Twitter account. Now, that's brilliant. (laughs) I think it's called McCourty (laughs) twins. It's honestly, um, it's unbelievable. Um, So I thought, I actually, as I did, uh, as I revealed to both of you earlier on, because I'm a massive neek slash legend, I did prepare a Kelsey or Kelsey quiz for the Super Bowl. Yeah, do you want to reveal who the brothers actually were? I don't think we have. Uh, I said so. Jason, Jason Kelsey, uh, drafted in the sixth round in 2011 by the Philadelphia Eagles. Played for them ever since. He's a centre, so one of the offensive linemen. Is he the one who actually snaps the ball? He's the one who snaps the ball. So he's the one uh, who throws it at the start. He's he's the one who starts the play by throwing it between his backwards. legs backwards to the quarterback. Yeah. And often centers are the kind of the guys who set protections as well. So he will point out and say, "Okay, th- this is this guy's the mic, or you know, this is the guy we'll we'll sort of base our protection around with the five of them." So they could slide right, left, all that sort of right. stuff. Anyway, I'm boring, Jappy. Um, and Travis Travis Kelsey is a third round tight end in 2013 for the Chiefs. First ballot Hall of Famer, surely. He's very good. Uh, which brother, Jappy? was banned from his college team for a year. Oh, I don't Kelsey. Know. Oh, Kelsey. Oh, I should have done a better intro. <laughs> Let's play Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey. Jason or Travis, Chuffy? It's got to be Travis, surely. Yeah, character concerns when he's getting drafted. Uh, 2010, so never disclosed, but rumoured to be some kind of drugs test fail. Um, so yeah, he was he went to college at uh, the at Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Question two of Kelsey. Oh, Kel- I did. We'd all say it at once. Let's go. Uh, next <laughs> round of let's play. Kelsey. Kelsey. Oh, oh Jappy. Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I've got you to do that. Embarrassing. Don't look at me. Don't, don't Jesus Christ me, Jappy. You're the one who literally just joined in with Kelsey or Kelsey. Um, who was a zero star recruit coming out of high school? Phil? Hmm. Jason. Yeah, it was Jason. I've got no further information on that. Uh, and my <laughs> favorite. <laughs> but he's come, you know, he's come to be a really good player. Uh, Juppy, which brother had his own reality TV show? And what was it about? Ah, oh, I think I saw this on Reddit a couple of days ago. So we can edit that Reddit to the Financial Times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's Hackers go. Weekly. Or... I'm going Travis. Well, what do you think it was about? It's got to be Travis, surely. Are they? No, there's a. Some of them have pod. Are they on podcasts as well? Or is that They've a got podcast a podcast together. together. Yeah. About um, farming called... cows, right, or sheep, or whatever it is. It's, it's called the podcast called New Heights. There's an episode this week actually. They've just released one afterwards, and it's very emotional. Um, they grew up in a poor area that's called something Heights, right? That's why they possibly. And they talk about farming. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Uh, so it was indeed Travis. It was a show called Catching Kelsey in 2016, oh, which was a dating show, kind of bachelor no. style, where he he had his his selection of one of 50 women, one from each state. No, that is so cringe. Did mm. he end up with any of them, or was it literally he, just he did? I think he dated someone for a year and then 
then they broke up. Awful. That's very ominous. And then, they, and then it didn't work out. That's a real shame. Uh, Phil, which Kelsey received a star on the Hollywood Hall of Fame? Hollywood Walk of Fame, sorry. <sighs> That's got to be Travis. Wrong. It was actually Kelsey Grammer in the year 2000. Oh, so that's a real sake, shame. Dude. Yeah, it's I hate shame. you. Just Stupid. Love that. Longhorn t-shirt wearing. Do you want to, do you want to guess how many all pro appearances they have between the two of them? Oh, 11. So an all pro appearance for, for you, listener, is where a player is voted into the kind of the, the team of the season, as it were. The very, yeah, the... the the, the the first first team second team all pro you got to be the best kind of two or three players in your position in the league that yeah. year. Phil's gone eleven. Juppers. Uh, yeah, I'm going nine. Nailed it. Nine. Jason's on five. Travis is on four. Jupper, you love Travis this sort of stuff. Travis only on four. Only on four. Yeah. But you know he's I mean, been unbelievable recently. But he, he was a bit of a slower starter. True. Um. Uh, other fun facts Jason Kelsey has the second longest active consecutive starting streak, starting streak of 134 games which is incredibly Damn. impressive especially on the offensive line when you get lots of, sort of bodies rolling around you get lots of people sort of legs buckling underneath them when someone rolls into it and you go over on it weirdly lots of sort of hand injuries from sort of hand fighting uh, and actually the top uh, the top uh, the longest current streak is actually one four three, so nine more. Jake Matthews, our, uh, Atlanta Falcons left tackle. Um, and then just to sort of to finish, let's do let's do this one. So Travis Kelsey's got ten thousand three hundred and forty-four receiving yards. Where does that put him all time? What number? Ah, uh, I know. Yeah. Oh, in all time, every all time tight end. Sorry. Right, yeah, I know, so I'll let Jeffy answer. Oh, I have no idea. Uh... Thirty-eighth. Jesus, I believe it puts him second behind Jerry Rice. Uh, that is postseason touchdowns. I think He's up to twenty or something, and I think oh, Jerry damn. Rice is like thirty. Uh, puts him fourth all time in tight end ah. receiving yards. Tony Gonzalez, who's the original basketball basketball player turned tight end. Uh, he's got 15,127 yards in 270. Jason Witten, second, 13,000 in 271 games. Antonio Gates, 11,841 in 236 games. And you'll see why I'm telling you the number of games when you see Kelsey, fourth, 10,344 in 144 games. That's mad. So, so his yards per game must be just through the roof. Yeah, 72. I think everyone else is on near a, uh, like near a 50, mid 50s. That's impressive. Like we're, at, we're in more of a passing era at the moment, to be fair. With a hell of a passing quarterback. With a hell of a passing quarterback, and he has the number one weapon. But, you know, yeah. Still got to catch the old pigskin. Still got to catch that pigskin. And that's, that's all my Kelsey or Kelsey facts. That was good. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. There you go, Jeffy. NFL can be fun. <laughs> I, I like NFL. I just don't like when you talk about NFL. <laughs> just specifically you. I thought you said Phil at the end there, actually. There Probably we go. The same way about you, how you feel about us talking about F1 all the time. I imagine. It's Almost certainly. Oh, question six. What? What is? What does Travis Kelsey think about the split diffuser ban? He's in favour of God's it. Sake. He's in favour of it. He thinks it's a great way to utilise the, uh, the the excess heat from the engine, but that ultimately <laughs> it provides too much of an advantage to uh, to the more the more wealthy teams. You see, you see, I can talk about F one, just don't want to. Awful. Good stuff, Correct. Reece. Really enjoyed that. Good stuff, Reese. What was your? Did you have a favourite stat from the actual Super Bowl as opposed to just the Kelsey Kelsey quiz? Um. No, no, uh, no. My favourite stat would have been zero sacks from the Eagles. But again, I don't. It's, it's almost too wide. Zero sacks from the Eagles, who were the league leaders in sack this year, sacks this year. And I think there was some silly stat like the distance between them in number one and and the second in, in number of the the number of sacks they had. The difference between them in number one and whoever was in number two was the same as the difference between like two and number twenty-seven or something ridiculous. They had a oh, silly wow. amount of sacks. That is impressive. Yeah, 
Chiefs Chiefs did well. Chiefs done well. Great comeback. Great holding call. Andy Reid, great coach. Well, well it was yeah, the the quarterback for I can't remember who it was for the um Ah, here's thing. a good another final good quiz question. How did Andy Reid celebrate upon returning to Kansas? Oh god. It's got to be some kind of barbecue. Yeah, he had some kind of barbecued meat. Or a... he he went and got a mushroom and pepperoni pizza and and I quote oh. and a salad to make my chubbiness feel okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is excellent. I saw a tweet before the game, which is something like, I think it was The Onion, Andy, Andy Reid can still taste the last Super Bowl in moustache. <laughs>